Jiwiz God, Episode 4, Just Being You. The other evening, I went out to dinner and ended up running into a friend of a friend. Sometimes I call this my step-friends. We decide to sit with one another and share a meal. During the course of our dinner, the conversation unintentionally found its way to politics and religion, and then to our past relationships, and in very honest ways. Whether lighthearted exchange was the only desired plan or not, we intertwined authentic personal life perspectives throughout the night. Ironically, we found ourselves on opposite ends of the spectrum, yet in the midst of such volatile topics, the conversation never got heated, nor did it either party leave offended. This step-friend was now becoming a good friend. Throughout the next several days, I committed to praying for my new friend, specifically for things they had shared were a difficulty to them, not prayers of judgment or let this person become like me. Please hear the smile in my voice as I say this in love. Often people tend to quote help one another by let's make you more like me rather than let's pray who you are through the father's eyes and encourage you to become like him instead this is something i have not always excelled at but i have learned over time it is common sense but the truth is very few people apply this wisdom as i was praying i was also praying some general prayers too jesus open so and so's eyes so they might see you more Will you draw them closer to you and let your love overwhelm them instead of their present circumstances? Jesus, will you open their spiritual ears so they might hear you? And Jesus, will you come and allow them to have a personal encounter with you? Then I heard the Lord say to me really casually, I did encounter them and I had a meal with them. And I just kind of kept praying, oh Jesus, etc., etc. Then I heard him again, I was talking with them and they were listening to me and enjoyed my company. And now I stopped praying and began to listen. I was thinking, oh wonderful, you you spoke to them this way or that or maybe through a dream and he brought me to this scripture, reading from the complete Jewish Bible. Matthew chapter 25 verses 34 to 40. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you whom my father has blessed, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you from the founding of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you made me your guest. I needed clothes, and you provided them. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the people who have done what God wants will reply, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and make you our guest, or needing clothes and provide them? When did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? Then the king will say to them, Yes, I tell you that whenever you did these things for one of the least important of these brothers of mine, you did them for me. Oh, I understand now. My friend encountered you through me as I just allowed your light to shine. My friend heard you, saw you, felt you, engaged you. And as I reviewed the dinner from the other evening, now with fresh eyes, 
I saw it from his perspective. It was peppered with him all throughout the evening. Every unexpected conversational avenue we took led to a God-appointed moment. Obviously, I am not exclusive in this, not in the least. Every morning when you wake up and you begin your day with him, you come into agreement with a co-laborance, a recognition he is God and you are not, an allowance of letting him live through you, a receiving of his love and a yielding to his will, not yours. You follow the pattern of the Lord's Prayer as listed in Matthew chapter 6, and not just a prayer, but a guide for your daily life. God, you lead, I will follow. You say go, and I will go. And what happens is just as the sun rises high into the sky each morning, the sun rises high within your being and begins to shine bright within you. This happens each and every day. My mom used to tell this funny joke. A head pastor took a new position at this church. To welcome him, the worship leader and the youth leader took him fishing with them. Well, they got to the middle of the lake and realized they forgot the poles. The head pastor offered to row back and get them, but the worship leader said, nah, don't worry about it. I will just go back and get them. He then proceeded to get out of the boat and walked across the water to retrieve the fishing rods. The head pastor was like, whoa, I am impressed. Goodness, not too long after they realized they needed some bug spray. So this time the youth leader said he would go back. Up he went and like the worship leader before him, he walked on water. The head pastor was spinning. Wow, this was amazing. They got hungry and realized the food was back at the dock. The worship leader and the youth leader volunteered to go back and get the food, but now the head pastor, not wanting to be shown up and also wanting to let these guys see he was just as spiritual and cool, said, no, I'll go back this time. So he gets up, steps out of the boat, and immediately sinks to the bottom. On his way back to the top, the other two individuals said to one another, should we show him where the stuffing stones are? It's funny, but the only difference between the two men who walked on water and the man who sank is simply that the other two men knew the right path to take. They were not more spiritual, not more supernatural, and not loved more by the Lord than the other man was. They, or what they did, appeared to be something more than what it actually was. We get caught up in the miracles, signs, and wonders of the gospel, the big stuff. And do not get me wrong, this is very important and has its place. But in truth, the word says, pure and undefiled religion and the sight of our God and Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. James chapter 1 verse 27. Oftentimes, it is just showing up and literally being yourself. You don't do daughtership or sonship with your parents. What does that even mean? You just are their kids because you are. It is a state of being, not doing. In the same way, one might say to you, oh, you are so-and-so's kids by your mannerisms, your voice inflections, or because you just simply look like one of your parents. 
When we show up and we are truly a son or daughter spending time with him, he is actively living in you and through you. The fragrance you give off is his. You can't help it. To some, the smell of death and others, the aroma of life. It is Jesus naturally. I want to encourage you not to grow tired of doing good works or just showing up and being yourself. It means something and has great value. You are valued. When he made you, he did it beautifully and perfectly and exactly how he intended for you to be. So when his love comes forth from you, it is like taking a crystal prism out of a dark place and setting it to sunshine. This isn't a very masculine imagery, but however, you don't realize the deep effect you have on someone when they receive the way God's love shines through you personally. The pastor that stepped out of the boat but sank, he was demonstrating more faith than the other two combined by stepping out, by showing up and trying. And even though he didn't walk on water, he didn't stay under it either. If you feel like you stepped out and failed, not to worry. Your faith is counted as righteousness and we are showing each other the stepping stones.